Welcome to the Prime Fitness Project. My name is Eric Giroux, co-founder of Prime Fitness in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Get ready to have a lot of fun as we talk exercise, nutrition, and weight loss. We're going to talk to real clients, trainers, and other wellness colleagues to help you lead your Prime Fitness life. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Prime Fitness Project podcast. Uh, we are here today uh, after taking a little bit of time off again. Uh, I gotta re- gotta apologize, everybody, for having such long gaps in between each episode of the podcast. Now we're getting back on track, and uh, today is another chance I've got to sit down with uh, not only my wife Christy again, but a good friend of hers, Sharon, um, who the the story is. Uh, about one of the first, like like one of the first podcasts we did about friends through fitness, and Christy and Sharon's story happened. Oh my God, it's I guess it's almost six years ago now, right? Yeah, it is six years. <laughs> it is six years ago now, um, when uh, they met through a need through fitness, and their relationship has evolved over the years uh, dramatically uh, in a great way uh, to being uh, one of excellent friends, amazing friends, um, and. Uh, it's been cool for me to watch, um, uh, you know, watching the whole thing happen uh, because of the way it's evolved. Um, I think, you know, when we talk about the need for people to hold you up, hold you accountable, uh, for people to kind of, you know, be that somebody uh, in the world of fitness that kind of, you know, keeps you moving forward, we always need a friend or a couple of friends that really do that. And, you know, we talk endlessly about that being the things that we do here inside our walls at Prime Fitness. But it's also really cool to see it when it happens on a very personal level. So uh, I wanted to get the two of them in here today and just kind of tell a little bit of a story about how important it is and how much uh, the relationship means to each other. I know it's kind of weird that we talk a lot about relationships on this podcast, but uh, it's really important, uh, I find, because uh, it really kind of dives into um, you know some of the psyche of things when it comes to uh, you know having progress with what we're doing in the world of fitness and feeling good and moving better, et cetera, et cetera. So without further ado, I would like to introduce my two wonderful guests today, my wife, Christy. Hello, Christy. Hello. <laughs> and Sharon, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Fabulous. Uh, so... You know, we'll kind of get started. You guys have all, if you've been listening to the podcast, you guys have uh, met Christy before. You kind of know Christy's story. If not, uh, you guys can go back and listen to one of the first few episodes, and she's been in there. But I kind of want to hear a little bit about um, Sharon, you know, kind of get everybody, have everybody get a little chance to know a little bit about you, because uh, you weren't originally from this area. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Where are you from originally? I am from North Carolina. Ooh, I like North Carolina. What part? Uh, I grew up on in the suburbs of Charlotte. Um, my family moved there when I was eight, um, and we my dad was in the military, so we moved with him down there and stayed there. Originally, we're from the Hickory area. My parents have now moved back to Hickory, um, but one of my sisters still lives in the same area where I grew up. Oh, cool. Very nice. Very nice. And so you've been up here in the D.C. metro area for how long now? Uh, I moved here in 2002, so about... What is that, 17 years? 17 years. Very nice. No one dated themselves there in terms of age. That's good. We can do that later on. That's no problem. Um, and have you always been uh, Have you always been active, always been fit, always been, uh, like that? Um, I would say, yeah. Like, I played sports growing up and um, 
like younger, I did cheerleading. I played softball. I played tennis. So all through high school, elementary, middle school, I was always active on teams and sports. Um, after getting out of high school, I, you know, I did always go to the gym. I actually worked at Gold's Gym for... I don't know, maybe a year. Oh, that's something I did not know. Yeah, I worked I at didn't know that either. Yeah, I worked at <laughs> oh. gym for like a year. Um, so it's always, and I think I've always kind of went to a gym because um, I've always felt the need that I I like the idea of working out and you know being fit. Um, obviously, I did go through some college slumps <laughs> <laughs> that we all partake in. Um, that I probably missed the gym for a year, probably, maybe. But yes. other than that, um, during that time, I would say I've always had some sort of working out. So did you did you have a favorite sport you played growing up? One that you, one that you kind of, like, were drawn to? Um, I would probably say I stuck to tennis more than any of the others. Oh. Um, I really liked cheerleading and dancing. I Actually, I was a clogger as well. I clogged for all the most from... Wait, did I know this too? I don't think I, I knew, knew that. that. You knew that? I don't I think did. I knew that. I clogged for almost 10 years. Oh, wow. I want to see this. I also... <laughs> I also, in the South, we have roller skating, so I roller skate. So I was on a roller skating team for Whoa, eight years. Yeah, I did. I took, like, art skating for roller skating, like ice skating, but you're on four wheels instead of the blade. Oh, that's so cool. I did that for a lot of times. I, you know, I swam. So, I mean, I was very active and... Oh, wow. So, but you thought, you feel like you were drawn to tennis and then well, dancing I, and cheerleading. And I think, I mean, I think I, I wasn't, like, the best of everything, but I could do anything and be average or not stand out as like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> or you shouldn't be. Yeah. I was athletic. Think, but I'm not, I've never been like the top yeah. of any type of sport or, but I could hang with everyone. So, and your goal, you know, was to, to participate and enjoy the sports for the Correct. most part. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, I think that's one of the things that, you know, we, uh, a lot of today, and I don't know if you've seen, I'm sure you, cause you work with kids a lot nowadays mm-hmm. and a lot of parents uh, that we see that, you know, so many kids are, using sports as a medium to not for enjoyment but for like a stepping stone for something yes and so i think a lot of kids you know get burnt out with sports too fast or Mm -hmm. one particular sport i love the fact that you did a lot of different things yes you know i think that's so critically important we talk about that all the time with uh, other colleagues of ours about how uh you know we we want kids to be more multi-sport we want them to not just be stuck with one thing Mm -hmm. and don't specialize at a young age um, I've had this conversation with a couple people on the podcast. Um, Anthony, uh, physical therapist Anthony, we talked about it a little bit too, and the importance of it. Oh, that's really cool, man. Um, so, did you uh, continue with any sports after high school? Anything recreational at all for yourself? Um, not really. I, I mean, I played tennis probably the most afterwards. You still play? Uh no. I might. Me and my husband, we played a little bit when we first started dating, but we kind of, but neither one of us, we kept with it. So. Uh-huh. She, Christy had just started to teach me how, because I was a racquetball player. She had just started to teach me how to play tennis right before we had Matthew. And then, then that went out the window because mm-hmm. I couldn't play tennis to save my life. No. I, <laughs> I couldn't. I wanted to racquetball, racket the ball everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it was pretty ugly. Uh, and so we haven't picked up a tennis racket since. Mm-hmm. No, I really want to. It's a, it's a great sport to play. Yes, it's fun. Um, all right, so let's back that for a little bit here. Uh, Gold's Gym. Yes. What did, what did you do for Gold's Gym? So um, I was a – so I went there to work out. I was going there, and I think I was, like, 
18 or 19 at the time, and I worked out there, and I got to know a lot of people, so they had an opening as their front desk girl. Mm. Um, so, and they were like, hey, you want a job? And I'm like, sure, I, sure, I'll work. And then, so, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I worked at the front desk, you know, basically just talking to people and checking people in, and then obviously you do get to know all you know the trainers and the people that you know sales and fitness instructor sure, and you get yeah. to see all the stuff that goes on in wow, the gym. that's cool I mean, you were actually part of our world for a little while mm-hmm. look at that man and you get a free membership got a free membership well, they had tanning beds so i was yeah, able to tan then <laughs> oh <Oy. laughs> um Oh, that that's very 90s. cool. Everybody was tanning. Oh, yeah. That was the 90s. 90s. Everybody yeah. was using tanning beds. That's true. Uh, now everybody gets spray tanned nowadays. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> so, all right. So, now you're up here, D.C. area, um, and you've been working for you, the same company you've worked for for a long time now, haven't you? Yep. Since yeah. I moved here. Yeah. Uh, kids Co. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, basically a, a before and after care program for kids as well as summer camps, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. So, your background in school was... Child education, general child education. Oh, cool. So you've been working with kids. Your, did you ever, were you ever a teacher? No, I have only worked with kids besides, well, I mean, I was did work in like restaurants for a while. I mm. was a waitress um, at some bars and uh, like restaurants Okay. in North Carolina. That's cool. Very cool. So let's, let's rewind here a little bit so we can kind of like bring the two of you together. Um, so I guess it was sometime in the early spring, late winter it was of March. 2013. It was, March. It was it March of 2013? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you guys got the exact date down. Well, it was very. It's yeah. It's, it, it, we can pinpoint it. Yeah. Okay, was, go for it. She was six weeks post having her daughter. Yep. Okay. Because I remember she came in with a car seat yep. into the into Prime. Was I there? Because I vaguely yeah, remember this. Yeah, you were this. there. Okay, you I vaguely there. remember this. It was this. Old Prime. It was yeah. on Redland. Yeah, that's when we were in our little location. Yeah, and Sharon came walking in to interview us to see if she wanted to, to train with us. <laughs> to see if we sucked or not. Well, no, because she had already found yeah. a trainer she thought she wanted to work with. Yeah. So my goal from, um, I had two kids, and uh, at that time, I just had my second child, and me and my husband, we... I wanted to do the best I could to get my body back from having two kids. Um, and I'm not, I mean, I definitely put on a lot of weight with both my children. The first one I put on 50 pounds mm-hmm. and the second one I put on 45 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with my second child, I talked to my doctor about it. And I, and I was like, you know, I'm really concerned. I don't want to put on that much weight. And my doctor just looked at me and said, I'm not worried about you. You lost most of it prior, I'm not worried about you losing the weight afterwards. But me, I was still, I, I, I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't a female that enjoyed being pregnant. Um, but anyway, so after I wasn't, I didn't even get my release from my doctor after six weeks. And I started, you know, looking for personal trainers because um, me and my husband both felt that in the beginning, that would be the best way for me to work towards that goal. Because mm. obviously after having a baby, your body, you know, you lose a lot even though you don't realize it, you lose yeah, a buddy. lot of. Um, so I had already actually found another place that I was going to join. Um, it Unmentioned was, and unnamed. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I had already went and, you know, met with them. We already kind of did like, I went through the program of like how it would start and going through it. And then my husband had found you guys and you, they were when you were on Redland Road. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't, it was closer to uh, my work at the time. Um, and I was like, and some point I was like, I don't even want to, I'm fine where I'm going. He's like, Sharon, just go, just go and see what they say. It's not going to hurt anything. 
And at that time, I did I did take Sloan with me. I was carrying her up um, in her little, I don't know, a car seat, yep. the little carrier thing. And, and I met Christy, and I don't think, well, I didn't know, but she was actually pregnant at the time. Yeah. Very pregnant. Very pregnant, yeah, yeah. because I had Sloan in February, and you had Matthew in May. May. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like, like a kind of a connection Mm -hmm. um in the beginning because i just had the baby and i was getting ready to have the baby baby. that's right and we we had that talk of hey i'm gonna need to take a little bit of time off Mm -hmm. would you be okay training with you Mm -hmm. eric yep Mm -hmm. while i was taking a little bit of time off yeah yeah and so that and that's what happened right around that was in the mayish time frame but then because that for me my brain is really foggy back then did we do one-on-one stuff for? Or was that yeah. when yeah. Davy yeah. and Mm-mm. when did when did they come on? We had a couple other people join us too for a while. That wasn't for. A I while. don't think I did. I work out with them. No, I don't oh, no. think I did. I think that I, oh. me mm-hmm. and you were always one-on-one, and then her, Laura, and Angel, I think, did it together. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I yeah. think so. I could be okay. wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not putting all those puzzle pieces together. Yeah. Good. It's been a while, man. Okay. Because then I came back after six weeks. Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember that now. All right, it's all coming. It's all coming yeah. back to me. See, I'm glad you guys remember these things. Yeah. That's why we're here talking about. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Cool. So, um, how did how did your first year of training go? Like, how how did that work? I out mean, for, for me, starting back, and this is where for any woman that's starting over, I mean, it was definitely hard. You had to have the motivation to keep going. I mean, I remember even trying to do a roll up. I couldn't even roll up like <laughs> i mean you and christy were literally pulling my arms because i didn't have any core muscles to even mm-hmm. get my body up so i mean i kind of started ground zero like yeah. starting all my muscles all over again yeah we talked about you know um from women when they when they've had children just the the expectation is insane you know for the and it, it comes from an internal place. I know it does, but it also comes from a lot of outside pressures too. This bounce back, like where you, you where you mm-hmm. should be, like right after you have children, is really hard because that's not how it operates, man. The human body's not operating that way. But I think at the time that we were having kids, there was so much on social pressure. media, yep. and there was so much pressure because you saw celebrities getting mm-hmm. back after like four and five weeks, and all of a sudden they had their model like figure back. Yeah, and so there was a and lot of pressure. Are. And, but I think now, I think we're lucky because a lot of celebrities are coming out in their like mesh underpants and like posting pictures yeah. and they're posting, look, I'm two months out and look, I still look pregnant because we're not, we're not ashamed because that is the reality of it, yep. you know? True. Mm-hmm. And I think, but beyond the aesthetics of it all and beyond like the physical appearance of it all, I think the other thing too is we, we don't, a lot of people don't recognize, Chrissy and I have talked about this a lot just the uh, the dramatic changes that your body goes through, you know, underneath the skin in terms mm-hmm. of like strength, in terms of mobility, in terms of structure, in terms of your bony structure, shit just changes. Yeah, I mean, it is just different, <clears throat> you know, with uh, with each pregnancy, and if you have children relatively close together too, you know, that kind of just puts a big tax on your body. And like you're like you're saying that you know to being able to just do a roll up off the floor was you know next to impossible for you just kind of shows you as you know where where the what happens to the body you know after you know carrying a baby that that long it's it's tough on it I don't think we give I know we don't it's not I don't think I know we don't give 
women enough credit in that department at all of like, you know, hey, your body's changing and it's going to change. Not just, and it's not just what you see. It's like mechanically what's going on, bio, you know, biophysically, that kind of thing too. That's good, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you, obviously we're glad that you found, found yes, us okay. and you found Christy and you guys. Yeah. Uh, so well, then you asked about her first year of training and within our first year of training, we set a goal Sharon wanted to run her first half marathon. Well, no, I, that wasn't my goal. That was Christy's goal. <laughs> that wasn't my goal. <laughs> let's let's divulge into that. <laughs> I, I thought it was, was a really good idea if we ran a, a half marathon together. I think that Christy had her baby, and then Christy wanted to run a marathon. <laughs> so Christy wanted a buddy, is what it was. Yes, it was a... and so I remember her telling me we're in a mar- you know, run a marathon. That's your goal, and I'm like, or half marathon. I'm like. Hey, this you know crazy whatever I didn't say anything and I'm like I have never ran in my life the longest I ever ran was three miles and that was it but I was like okay I'll try you know I will do this and so so we started out in December mm-hmm. and it was like you know it's the end of April the, the marathon the are you sure was it the first year or second it might have been I don't know no it was the first year okay because I was worried about breastfeeding and running and like the mileage was it the one you guys did in Ocean City Ocean City, yeah, yeah, it, was okay. Ocean City. it was the end of mm-hmm. April and it was going to be just shy of a year of Matthew being born I remember that yeah. and so I remember I was worried because I was scared my milk supply would change yeah. with like adding in that All much running, running. Mm-hmm. I didn't even I, w- I didn't even like running either <laughs> so I started with one, so she said, let's do one mile for one week, and I did, okay, I got one mile, I was like, okay, I can do this, and then next week, I had to run two miles, I did two miles, and I was like, this still stinks, whatever, I'll do it, <laughs> and then we got to three miles, I'm like, I can't, I, there's no way I can do it, so then we got to, we were doing the long distance, like, where we were doing, like, three days during the week, and then we had to do four, even I got to four miles, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Like, you know, but I was like, I'm going to keep trying. And then I think when I hit mile five was finally for me that I realized I could do this. And I think a lot of people give up before they let their body get to that point. Mm -hmm. But it took me to get to five miles to understand that I could actually do it. Because we were meeting on Friday afternoons to go for our long runs together. Mm -hmm. So we did our our short runs apart, like our training runs. We just did those on our own time. And then Mm -hmm. on Fridays, we were meeting to do our long runs together for support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was good because there were days like Sharon was tired. And then the next week, I was really tired because Matthew had kept me up Mm -hmm. all night or whatever. And having that accountability person there. Mm -hmm. And she would be like, come on, we've got this. And, And we'd run. Yeah. Do you also think that that was probably the time frame where your the first evolution of your friendship kind of happened? I think it, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. If I yeah, think because back it to took it, it out of the gym. Yep. And yeah. We were on like, like at that point, I wasn't just Sharon's trainer. Right. We were just equals running. Yep. And trying moms. to get, and I think we were, and a good thing is we were going through a lot of things at the same time, so mm-hmm. we were able to bounce ideas off of struggles that we were having as a new mom yeah. with a new kid, you know, um, you know, and what we were going through the same things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Physically. What, yeah. And, yeah. That was cool. I mean, I, I, you know, not that you're going through things physically, but I think that you guys had each other there. And I, for me, well, no, cause I didn't, it was our, my first child. I so I didn't know. Oh, my she first was like your, child. she was your, your sage, like, you know, mentor know. going through the whole thing. I know she was, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, it's, for me, when I stood back and I like, just kind of watching from that was when I was like, oh, this is this is 
this is changing. And I was like, I remember watching that this is going to, this is going to make, this is going to make really good things. And I watched for me, you know, I watched the side of Christy, uh, you know, open up and change a little bit because she had somebody she was really close to even, you know, just from running. And it was just from that running time frame back then. Um, and you know, it's just kind of grown. Um, that's awesome. I think it's and really then Sharon nice. has run numerous half marathons since then without me. It's true she has. I have. <laughs> I have. Uh-huh. And I think for me, like, at you know, even going, you know, looking back, like, I did learn to enjoy it. Um, I think it was, for me, it was my time to be away from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for any, you know, female or any male or whoever wants to do it, I, anybody can do it. It's just your, it's your mental. You just have to tell yourself you can, mm-hmm. because it's all, it's all mental. Oh yeah, your you body just, is capable. Yeah, of so you just much. have to tell your legs to keep moving. <laughs> it's the, it, it's the god honest truth. And there were times like on some of the runs that were really hard, and I'd be like, I birthed a baby. Yeah, like I can, <laughs> I can run another two miles. <laughs> like this is not. You know, mm-hmm. your body can do a lot. Your body can yeah. do a lot. We always say that the mind is the thing that stops us yeah. for your body, you know, give up. That's for sure. Um, so now, you know, we don't need to, I mean, there's, there's a lot of time in there, like how things kind of, you know, change. Like we, we moved locations, we changed the things, and now, now our gym's much closer to where you yeah. work. super close. <laughs> it's literally like almost right across the street. Mm-hmm. And we went from... Our, our relationship changed where we went from being trainer client to working out together. Right. Mm-hmm. When when did that materialize for you guys? How far in you know? A few years ago. Yeah, that was still at the other place because we were uh, we because we were working out with Aaron too. Oh yeah. So I don't. It was. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think what happened, I think especially like as Matthew got a little bit older, I. I I was like, wow, I could just work out with Sharon, and then it's not like I have to train Sharon and then work out. Right. I was like, ooh, I can kill two birds with one stone mm-hmm. and, and coach her while we work out, and then... Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just evolved where now we're, we work out four days a week together. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, any half marathons in the plan for anytime soon? I don't know. Maybe. Ooh. I, we got a, I, thought I didn't get a no. I got a yeah. maybe. And you've got a, well, you and I have a duathlon coming up this summer. Yeah, I'm starting to, I'm trying to get back into running this you year. Are. No, I'm trying to get back into running this no, year. I know you're trying. That's what I'm saying. I know oh, you are trying. Yeah. I'm not saying that you are. You're not. Yeah, no, I, know, I know you're trying. <laughs> but we've, I mean, we have talked about maybe doing another one together. Because the, the hard thing, and this is the one thing, Sharon, that I didn't like, was waiting until like Saturday or Sunday to try to get our long runs in because mm-hmm. being moms... Right, your kids have activities, birthday parties, whatever, or it's a family time, and you don't want to take out two hours of your day to mm-hmm. go run. So we've talked about doing yeah. that, like maybe meeting on Fridays again. Mm. Yeah, and it is a commitment that you have to that you the long run is a commitment if you're going to do it. It is a time that you have to put into your. Oh yeah, and that schedule. was by far that first one that we did mm-hmm. was by far the best we trained. Either one of us. You guys were so super consistent with that. We we were very consistent with our training, and we held each other accountable. Like, I remember, like, I'd get a text from Sharon, like, okay, I did my three miles in 27 minutes. And I was like, wow, i got to go beat that now. So I would Because she's not competitive at all, right? So I would go out to run my three. But it it motivated me. Or I'd be like, all right, Sharon, I did my four miles today. And then she'd be like, okay, I'm going out in an hour or whatever. And so we really held each other accountable where I think it was better than right now. Like, I'm signed up for all these races, and I have zero drive to go out and train. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, that's tough. Because yeah. I have nobody, nobody cares. Like, nobody cares if I'm going to go run except me. Yeah. And so right now I'm really enjoying lifting and I'm enjoying, like, all the stuff I'm doing. So it's, it's just been harder. You know, it, it's, take that concept right there. You, you, nobody cares, right? You just said that nobody cares what you're, what you're doing. And that's kind of an interesting thing because uh, one of the, you know, common themes that we've had so far on the podcast is talking about this need um, for camaraderie and this need for, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, this need to feel like you belong to something when you are working out. You know, for all of us here who have ever played team sports, when you're an adult and you no longer like have that team to belong to, mm-hmm. it's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that, you know, I didn't realize it until a few years ago that, you know, I, I, for me personally, I know I'm in a spot where I absolutely hate working out by myself anymore. I just, I, don't, I loathe it. I, it's one of the things I'd much rather be, you know, when you, like when you called me yesterday, I said, I'm going to do some kettlebell swings. I'll be, all right, great, I'm coming upstairs. <laughs> so I came upstairs and did some kettlebell swings with you. Um, there is something about having, um, knowing that, having the accountability, knowing somebody is there or is going to be there with you to kind of like, uh, you know, lift you up and kind of keep you moving. It, it makes a huge, huge difference. Well, and even on days like Sharon, if she can't come because of work or something, she can't work out, I usually hop into boot camp like I forego what I was going to do in yeah, our workout and I go hop in boot camp and cause I want to be around people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's just for me, one. I guess for right now working out is it's enjoyable. Like, yes, yeah. it's for my health and mm-hmm. everything, but it's an hour or an hour and a half that makes me feel good. Sure. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And the, the other component about it feeling good is the camaraderie and the, I don't want to say the misery that you share because you're not miserable, but you just share the experience with some other people, whether it be like you guys working out or whether it be in the class setting for sure. Um, that's awesome. So uh, now, so you guys have a focus right now that you're working on in training? I know you guys are working out together and, you know, is there anything you guys are focused on currently? We've actually been focusing, well, the beginning of the year, we did nine weeks of like strict strength training. And then we switched into more of a metabolic component. And so now we're getting back into our strength. That's cool. So mm-hmm. we're kind of cycling cool. this year. Any, yeah. Is there any with like is there any like result that you're looking for, or is it just to kind of cycle things and keep things fresh? Well, I want to get stronger. So, and I don't know if Sharon necessarily wants <laughs> to get stronger. <laughs> if I want to get stronger. I mean, my goals were for the year was that I needed to lose all the weight that I had put on. And then I needed, because I tore my ACL, I needed to strengthen the my leg back up. And that was my goals for the year. How long ago was the ACL tear? Has that been almost two years now? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, almost In two June. years. In June, it'll be two years. That is crazy that it's been that long. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> How did you, you did it hopping over a fence? Oh, is yeah. it? That's right. <laughs> hopping over a fence, and we were doing some training one day outside <laughs> the park. Um, I think we all heard it. Didn't we all hear it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, how did your rehab go from your ACL there? Um, actually, I think it went amazing. Um, I remember uh, the funniest is with uh, when I had the, after the surgery, I think I had surgery on a Thursday. Went home on Friday, and the, my doctor said that I needed to be driving by Sunday. And I'm like, and I think the hardest day for me was that Saturday. I think I broke down to my, I was like, there, I can't do it. Like, there's, like, this is crazy. I can't do it. But I had my nerve block that lasted way longer oh, than it was yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even, I still couldn't put weight on it because it was still completely numb. 
And then I remember on Sunday, you know, but I'm very like, I guess goal oriented where like what? if I, somebody says that I have to do something, I have to do it. So on Sunday I was like, all right, Chris, we got to go driving. Let's get in the car. And cause I knew that I, he said I had to drive by Sunday and I went and did it. But I, um, Zach, um, he was my, uh, physical therapist, mm-hmm. um, from yeah. rehab to perform. Yep. And he was amazing. Um, all the stuff that they did and not only did they, you know, strengthen my leg and work on that, but I got a good workout every single time that I went there. Like, I would go there, and I would also burn, like, 500 calories from the day. <laughs> um, but everything that they did, I had the range of motion back pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the guys there, I don't know what, there that came in to help, uh, that was learning. Students, yeah. yeah, he even though, like, when he was pushing my leg back, he was, like, he was getting his arm workout because my body was resisting. Oh, uh, yeah, regarding. Yeah, yeah uh, to push it back. But I think I recovered pretty good. I think by September, I was running again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, your recovery was awesome. Because I started, awesome. I had the surgery, like, June 1st, yeah. and I was running by September. Yeah, so that's basically oh, mm-hmm. June, July, August. Three so, months. yeah, three months roughly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great, man. That's a, that's fantastic. I mean, you know, obviously, we, we on this podcast, we've – We've touted the rehab to perform guys a bunch, and uh, yeah. you know, I think I was the rookie. You, you were the that's right. You were the rookie. That's right. You were yeah. the rookie. Well, it was funny because I, you know, I think I said before, I knew Josh and his crew. Like Josh and I know each other from the world of TRX, and when you were looking for somebody. Uh, the only place that we, we referred to was like going to be way too far away for you. And we're like, eh, let me check out and see what's going on with Josh's place up in Frederick. And that's why we, I think that's why we sent yeah. you out there because I knew he had, a, I knew he had a solid program, but just it was yeah. not super close. Yeah. It- it was yeah, a bit, but it was bit. worth it. Yeah, it was a bit of a hike, but it was definitely worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did um, there was no real setbacks at all during that time for me? There was there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No, she kept working out too. We were still yeah, working out. Yeah, I did everything. Um, we just yeah. did all upper body in yeah. here, and That's then right. she yeah. focused on her lower body with Zach. Yeah, the only setback that I had was probably so I had I ran after that, so I had the um, I was able to run in September. Um, by that April, me and my husband, we ran a half marathon together. Oh, that's right. Was that the Disney? Mm-hmm. We oh, ran the Disney right. marathon, half marathon together. So that was in April. So less than what less a than year, year. Yeah. that we ran the half marathon together. And then I think I stopped running completely. And for, I guess I decided I wanted to pick up running again. And I started too fast too long, too fast. Too long, too fast, yeah. Uh-huh. So I did literally, I was like, all right, I'm going to go run for, I think we're doing like 10 minutes here and there. And then I was like, one day it was beautiful. I was in Chicago and was around the water. I was like, oh, I'm going to go run for 30 minutes. And I just took it too far too soon. Mm. And then I I hurt, I don't know if I, it was probably more mental, but I stopped using my leg. And I, I remember that. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that was just, and that's where I started gaining weight back again. Um because I and my muscle, my leg, you'd be so surprised how fast I lost all the muscle oh, in my yeah. leg. And basically, that was in December. I finally, I think I realized it myself because I think I was hiding it. And then I was like, I'm not using my leg anymore. Like, even to walk up the steps or go to the bathroom, I would only use my other leg. Oh, wow. So I had to tell myself that I needed to start using it. And I think that's in the, that's when I told you, I mm-hmm. think I said, I'm not using my leg anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of remember all that. That's true. Yeah. And huh. so we focused on a lot of single leg stuff. Yep. But that was that was why we strictly started doing strength training, was to get her confidence back, mm-hmm. too. 
Um, and then I knew with her body composition changes that she wanted to make, we needed to mm-hmm. get some heavy weight going. And Sharon's really great about doing cardio on her own. Mm-hmm. So she'll spin at home. She'll, you know, Run. she'll do her runs. She'll, like, I've never had to worry about that from an accountability, like, of her doing the stuff she needs to do outside of here. So we can really focus on, on strength mm-hmm. training in here. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So now we're, you know, here we are. You know, up here, and uh, we, we've kind of touched on a lot of bases, which is cool about how things have, you know, evolved for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I want to talk about a little bit uh, that I think is really cool, which is where the coin has kind of flipped a little bit, is where Sharon has become kind of a catalyst of inspiration for Christy. Um, that is not necess- it's not necessarily fitness related. We want to, we want to. I'll let Sharon dive into a little bit about like some of the things that, you know, she's kind of helped inspire Christy with recently. Um, well, I think there's just like um, a lot of things where, you know, along the way, I think uh, we all get kind of stuck. And I think it started, and I think I want to start back when we started reading Rachel Hollis, um, the book, and kind of taking those things and like holding ourselves accountable and stop giving ourselves excuses for different things and then also you know you also get stuck along the ways because you know as a mom you know not only are you a mom you work you're a husband you're you know we wear all these hats together and then a lot of things get pushed on the back burner Mm -hmm. and one of the things that you know and I think we one of the conversations that my husband and I were having and I think this is one of the things that I shared with Christy too um, randomly, but you know, my husband's like, you kind of get stuck. Like you lost your feminine side, mm. and, but because like you know, I was comfortable in my my leggings that I wear to work out, and then it's like, why you know, change clothes and you know, because I'm just going home. But he's like, you know, and he made me realize that I needed to start looking nicer for myself, not yeah. for anybody else, but to feel good and to, you know, feel pretty and feel sexy or, you know, whatever. And I think I shared that with Christy. And so I think I told her and then the next afternoon she came and she took a picture and sent it with me in her jeans at home. <laughs> but, it's, but it's just doing like small things that, you know, I've learned along the way as well and just sharing it about with other people. Because hmm. you do get stuck because you're wearing so many hats. I agree. You know, I think I think that has come... And again, this is as an observer, um, since this catalyst of inspiration has started is, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you meant to do this, um, but it's happened is a little bit of self-forgiveness has, uh, has happened. Like where, um, I don't want to call it a give a shit attitude. What I want to call it is like, I've found that Christy's been a little more forgiving with herself and not beating herself up so much recently. And so uh, I, you know, from, hey, from a, from a, from a partner, from a, from a husband standpoint, you know, and I, I'm like, that's awesome. So let's, let's tip it over to Christy and kind of talk about how it's helped you. Well, I think Sharon's right. We, we read Girl, Wash Your Face. Uh-huh. Um, Sharon read it first and then told me about it. Mm-hmm. Or did you gift it to me? You bought it for me. I don't um, remember. It was a long time ago. It was a while ago. And so we read the book. And then when the documentary came out, we went and watched it. And mm-hmm. we both... We both got really inspired. We did afterwards, mm-hmm. and so we talked about it, and we're like, we need to keep this up. Mm-hmm. We need to keep the the feeling that we had after reading the book and after seeing the movie. We were like, we need to keep this up. So we we talked about how we could do that, and so for a little while, we were kind of going back and forth 
with accountability. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be like, all right, Sharon, I wrote on my blog today, or, hey, I've created this calendar of, you know, my action plan. And Sharon said, okay, this is what I'm working on this month. And we just from a, a personal standpoint, we would share that with each other and it helped to hold each other accountable for it. Um, and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of redirected me because I felt lost, like coming back when Matthew started kindergarten this year. And so all of a sudden he was in school Monday through Friday and I was like, okay, I can work more now. But I didn't know what that meant because I wasn't really interested in taking on a lot of clients or, but I wanted to be involved in our business and I wanted to help our brand and all of these things, but I didn't know exactly what that meant. And Sharon's been helping me kind of figure out where my place is and and where I can have a voice in our business. Mm. Because I feel there's times that I feel like you are the voice of our business and our of Prime Fitness and I'm kind of like the silent the silent partner in it. Um, and so that's weird because I feel like the other I feel that's the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to to have a voice and I, and Sharon's helping me find that voice and mm-hmm. what that kind of what that looks like. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so aside from business, how has it helped you personally? All that's all that work. Everything, everything. Well, it's helped a lot. I mean, now we're reading a Gretchen Rubin book <laughs> that <laughs> called The Happiness Project, and every month we're working on different projects. And so, personally, like the month of January, we both went crazy organized mm-hmm. in our home. And so, <laughs> yep. you know that that they helped did. me personally. Yes, they did. <laughs> but it helped me personally because I started to realize how much clutter causes me to have anxiety. Yeah, and. It's, it's helped tremendously. Like, I feel like my anxiety levels have gone way down by getting organized. Um, and that's all from a personal standpoint. It's organizing our personal life, our personal calendar, mm-hmm. our business calendar, our you know mm-hmm. social calendar, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I feel better. Um, and I, then I'm trying to regain some of my confidence, mm-hmm. cool. my personal confidence. I think that's definitely happened. I think this has been awesome. By you know, as an observer sitting there hanging out watching, it's been cool. Yeah, Sharon made me order a bikini. <laughs> she, she did. This was this was a hysterical conversation that I almost got in a lot of trouble for the other day because I let Christy and Sharon and a couple of the girls here in the gym were hanging out, and I said mentioned that Christy had gotten a one piece that she ordered for our our big trip coming, and all the girls were like, "Oh, fucking one piece." <laughs> What is that about? And then, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna step away because apparently I just walked into the lions den. <laughs> and then I get this, I get like the death stare from Christy, like, what have you it's done? It's a nice looking one piece. It is. A, I, it's a beautiful one piece. But you know, they were they were all saying that you know you deserve to you know be yes. in the two piece as well too, which I thought was really funny. It was cool because I have said the same thing, but my opinion doesn't matter. No, that is not your opinion matters. What I struggle with is this notion of what it means to be a mom and what that looks like and I struggle there mm, okay I can and, see that. and so and I also it's twofold so I struggle with what is it what does it look like to be a mom mm-hmm. right and then I also struggle with functionality <laughs> so <laughs> but there's some and, functional bikinis out there <laughs> I know I know <laughs> So, and this is the whole thing, like, when Sharon was like, you know, what if you do change your clothes out of your leggings, like, during the day, and, like, you put on jeans, or, and I, and I'm like, yeah, but what if I want to go out and run and do kettlebell swings in the middle of the day, and so, but I'm, 
so I'm, I'm learning to that regular clothes can be functional too. <laughs> like I don't have to be in workout clothes to be functional. Um, and that it's okay to, you know, look nice. Not that workout clothes don't look nice, but you know, no. how, how surprised is everybody when they see you and I outside of like gym clothes? No, and I know. Yeah, yeah they're always shocked. Well, cool. And I think it's, <laughs> you guys clean I think up what's nice. weird is I'm most comfortable in gym clothes oh, yeah. where I know a lot of people probably mm-hmm. aren't, right? Yeah. Because it's tighter pants or it's <laughs> leggings or whatever. That is where I am the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like put jeans on me and I'm like, I don't breathe right. And I don't, what am I doing here? <laughs> what shoes do I wear? And what... <laughs> But and I, I text Sharon pictures. I'm like, what do I wear with this? <laughs> Help me. But I think even for even like how you guys were saying that, even whenever I started doing that as well, people were like, oh, where are you going this afternoon? Yeah. Because yeah. they were used to seeing me only, you know, maintaining those clothes for the whole day. Um, but now, because it, it, I've been doing it for so long now that it, they don't even think anything that, you know, I'm putting on different clothes. Um, but I do agree in the beginning, whenever you do start, you you do feel comfortable, but now, for me now, it's just, you know, I, there's no difference. Mm. When I realize I need to do it more, too, because there's times I come out in jeans and a t-shirt, and Matthew's like, you're so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you look so fancy, he Mom. He does. It's so funny. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm wearing, like, a just a t-shirt. <laughs> but the fact that it's not workout stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually a great uh, segue into like what I consider the last big evolution for you guys is our kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you out there that don't know, uh, Matthew and Sloane uh, are, uh, are the same age. They're, well, they're, they're a few months apart, um, but uh, <clears throat> they've already stated that they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, be lovely. <laughs> they've already stated that they're getting married. I would like my in-laws a lot. <laughs> <laughs> They, I agree that we've, it'd, be, it'd be an easy transition. So if we can, if we can, yeah. you know, cultivate this, this would be great. Um, yeah, In the next no, twenty five years. Yes, whatever. It's happened. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. Uh, I think that's been super cool because you know, uh, obviously, we've got a lot of we, that could be a whole other podcast. And we talk about you know, uh, you know, the, the trials and tribulations we have with Matthew over the years. But uh, when we <clears throat> we moved into the same area uh, that. Sharon and her husband, Chris, and their family live in up in Damascus. So our kids uh, started going to the same school. So Matthew started going to the same school as Sloan. And I mean, within, even actually it was like, the, I think it was a couple weeks before school started, we watched this like, like spark of friendship happen with the two of them. And it was pretty amazing. And then mm-hmm. it's been, uh, it's been pretty cool to watch this whole entire school year so far. Because um, they're like, they're, they're attached to the hip, the two of them, mm-hmm. man. They it's are. pretty cool. It's cute. Yeah. Like that they are. Um, I find love notes all the time. Oh, yeah. Did you hear the one? That, yeah, the, the, I saw it. <laughs> Matthew, I'm having a sleepover in his Matthew's backpack. It's kind of funny. Well, it's even, the funny thing, it's even like, um, not even not only Sloan, but also Lucas mm-hmm. has has taken him under his wing. Because he, like, even the other day, he was like, what? Matthew's my friend, too. Oh, and that's I'm true. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, and Matthew thinks of that, too. Like, I'll say, you know, do you want to have Sloan come over? And he's like, well, what about Lucas? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, and they, I, I think it's so cool too. Is it can be tough with boys and girls sometimes. I mean, thank God they're still at that age where it doesn't really make much of a difference. But they get along so well, and uh, you know, and Matthew loves the fact that Sloane might be a bit of a director for him. Kind of tells him where he needs to <laughs> yeah. be and what. But Matthew likes it. He's like, okay, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> He's like, I will I jump off the bridge. Okay, I'm on that for you. Thank you. Um, but it's it's uh, it's very cool for us to watch. Um, it's, I'll tell you, for us, because we were scared, 
at first sending Matthew to a full day kindergarten this mm-hmm. year because we weren't sure if he was ready for it. By middle of summer, we knew he was ready for it. We were like, you know, before. But it was also a conversation Sharon had with me. It was, yeah. Of saying, he's ready. Yeah. yeah. What, are you, what are you doing? And just a very honest, Sharon has been that friend to me. That's the honest. Oh, yeah. No bullshit. Well, I thought that even like whenever you first approached, but I have to be gentle. I know. And I, even whenever she told me that she was going to hold him back for the kindergarten, um, and I'm like, why is she doing this? This is just crazy. So then I was like, I let her talk, and then I think I waited for a week, and I'm like, maybe you should just go and talk to, you know, the principal at school and finally, you know, get them, you know, go through if they need an IEP or whatever he needed um, for whatever he needed just to kind of see and because I, I just felt that if for you to put him there and hold him back, it's what is it doing for him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, I, that was a great spark for her because, you know, um, and it helped me too because... Um, we were scared. We, yeah. The two of us can talk each other to death about things. And so it's always good to have an outside perspective and kind of like take us off a ledge mm-hmm. when it comes to Matthew. Um, just because we've had a lot of scary times with him. Um, but the... Uh, it, I can't remember what it was. There was something, there was that moment, and then there was like just watching him over the summer go from, uh, you know, needing very little things to do throughout the day to all of a sudden we're like, holy shit, this kid needs to go to school and be busy mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, you know, we realized that a full day of school and uh, was going to be a good thing for him. And it's been wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. we've, we've been blown away this year. I think it was like last week or the week before I, I asked Christy, I was like, what would you have done if you would have put him in that half-day program? It would oh, have been God. awful. It would have been awful. And yeah. I think about how bored he would have been He would have been, been so bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been painfully bored. Because he is... He's just absorbed everything yeah. this year. Yeah, you, you, when it comes to, you know, Matthew and in terms of like, you know, that kind of, you've been an awesome sounding board uh, for, for her and for me, to be honest with you, because, you know, she'll speak for me through her <laughs> and so she'll do. I'll sometimes I'll say, hey, ask Sharon what Sharon thinks. <laughs> um, but it's been cool, man. So awesome. Um, anything else you guys want to share? Anything else cool? That's a lot of silence there, right? Yeah, That's very nice, know. guys. No, it's good. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to take up any... I know Sharon's got to get back to work. She's been here working out. She's, you know, took her time out every day to come over and, you know, jump on this podcast with us. Um, which, you know, again, as always, man, these are just great conversations that I love having with everybody. This has been no different. I think this is been great we've learned some things we learned that you worked at gold's gym which i had no idea so that's cool you also did not know she was a clogger i did not know you were a clogger <laughs> that is pretty cool um and you know i you know it's it's always fun to uh see uh christy you know kind of get out of her shell a little bit there and when we uh for some conversations blink blink she's blinking her eyes at me right now <laughs> um but yeah so thanks guys i thank you a bunch for coming on of course anytime excellent all right, so we're going to wrap up the podcast today. Uh, I want to say thanks again to both these ladies for being here and you know talking to everybody and kind of giving us some insight on fitness and friendship and how it's evolved and how things just grow, um, you know, and uh, letting us dive in today. Um, keep your eyes open, guys. We're really trying to get uh, more episodes out on a regular basis. Um, I've got some some great guests hopefully lined up. I just got to get them nailed down for some uh, schedules to kind of get them uh, on the on the on the recording time. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, if you guys uh, have any questions or want to, you know, ask you the one of the many thing about uh, motherhood, about inspiration, about anything, feel free to shoot me an email at ericaprimefitnessmd.com, uh, and I will get it over to them, and we'll uh, we'll put it out there on the podcast for you. All right, gang, thanks so much. You have an awesome day. Bye.